0: This is Argo's Game Day Argos! on TSN 1050, the home of Argo's
1: football. Labor Day Classic. Mike Hogan and Bob Brock with you. Bob in for an A-J today. Neil Lumpson's doing the coin flip today, it looks like. A former Argo Rookie of the Year and a far, former uh, GM here in Hamilton. I don't think Lumpy ever played here. He played in Edmonton, won great cups there. I
0: think he actually did play here. Did he play here? Yeah, at the end? I think I think briefly, and then he most of his career was in Edmonton.
1: Yeah, yeah. But he started here, rookie of the year, uh, with the Argos back in the late seventies. After a hell of a career with the Ottawa GGS, but he's going to do the coin flip. Nick McVicker, do we have the do we have the mic for the official? Okay, let's go down and hear the coin flip.
0: A tail. It's Tails. tail draw Mr. News, what's your choice? Tails! Tails is the call. Joe, could you do the honors, please?
1: It's ahead! He
0: You'll defer your choice for the second half. Trout, you'll take the ball. What end would you like to pick up? as you are toronto will receive bring it
1: up Captain. okay toronto will get the ball to begin this ball game but hamilton will get the choice in the second half so an opportunity with a young quarterback to have him come out onto the field losing on the scoreboard so this could be large the uh, argos will also have the wind here in the opening quarter hopefully they'll they'll march the
0: ball down with the wind on their back and, and score early and score fast
1: Argos uh, will be wearing their road white uniforms with the light blue pants, light blue numbers, and uh, dark blue helmets. They've got the dark socks on today as well. Tie cats going in the traditional home uniforms with the contrasting uh, gold pants with the black jerseys gold numbers. Argos today are going to unveil what they hope is a new weapon in the return game and that's Jeremiah Hadle who's tall and lean. He's foot 170. He played at Texas uh, State University. Last year he came pretty close to winning a Super Bowl ring because he was in the last round of cuts by the LA Rams. Came up, he signed with Saskatchewan, was released um, during camp. So a first-team all-sun belt punt returner, and we'll see what he can do out there. I assume he's going to get the opportunity to do both, but we'll find out here, and he is standing in the middle of the Argos uh, special teams huddle, so Jeremiah Hadle will get the opportunity. We'll see what he can do. Well, I'm sure he likes the bigger field, that's for sure. Guys must salivate. When they're a returner, they must salivate when they come up here for the first time. I'm sure they do. He's wearing number 82. He will drop back along with Dajon Brissett, who was the second overall pick in the CFL draft a couple of years ago out of the University of Virginia, Mississauga's own. I have to say that Nate would absolutely kill me because i got to mention Mississauga. Much like, you know, I don't. there's nobody here from Queens, is there? Well, well, oh, there is actually on yes. the Ticat side. Anthony Federico is here. So I'll have to mention him if he makes a play. You and Rod Smith both doing the game today. Rod doing it for T- TSN on the TV side. We have to offset the uh, the Dwayne Ford Western. Yeah, that's true. You two are teammates back in the day with the Gales? Yes, sir. So Domangala comes in, puts his boot to the ball, and it's going to hang up in the air. Hato's going to come up to the 30, 35, 40, right up the middle of the 44-yard line, and that's where the Argos will take over first and 10. Short kickoff. The wind knocked it down big time, and the Argos have outstanding field position. McLeod Bethel-Thompson leading them out onto the field. His fifth year out of sacramento state via ucla 68 percent completion rate and we'll go over the rest of the starters again for you when we get underway olette will stand behind him in the pistol ball over on the left hash mark argos moving with the wind from left to right and a cameraman lost some gear out on the field not the way you want to start <laughs> the labor day classic Three receivers up top, two to the near side. McLeod Bethel-Thompson stops them. Calls out an audible to the far side. Coatsy and Daniels are to the near side. And they will go play action, run a swing pass out to Markeith Ambles. Looked like he was going to get off one tackle, but brought down immediately. Uh, Good
0: coverage by uh, the the Hamilton defense. The the wide receiver tried to make a block on the corner,
1: and he just couldn't get there. Otherwise, he would have been gone. 44th catch of the year for Ambles who last year led the Stampeders with 54 catches. He's in his first year here in double blue, obviously. 45-yard line is where they'll put it down on the left hash mark. Again, three up top. Speedy Banks and Curly Gittens Jr. come to the near side. In motion comes Ambles to the near side. Bethel Thompson drops back under pressure. Down he goes. He'll lose a couple. So a two and out as the Ticats get there in a hurry, and it's uh, Santos Knox, Joanne. Santos Knox with his second sack of the season good coverage by the Hamilton's defensive
0: backs Uh, there was no open men and the the blocking broke down and of course
1: they they got McLeod he couldn't get out of the pocket John Haggerty comes in the Aussie out of Western Kentucky he'll stand back at his own 29 yard line he's got the wind at his back poppy white is back for the Ticats low line drive that knuckles and White's going to take it at the 17-yard line, try to kick outside, gets to the numbers 25 to the 30, and he'll be run out of bounds there by Dan Adeboboye, and that's where the Ticats will start.
0: Good coverage by the the, the Argos on making sure that he didn't get to the sideline. They tackle him
1: after a few yards. Good coverage. Argos will start Shane Ray, Robbie Smith at ends, Sean Oakman, Dwayne Hendricks are in the middle. Winton McManus, Enoch Mwamba, Chris Edwards, the backers. Jamal Peters, Tavares McFadden are the corners. Deshaun Amos and Maurice Carnell, the fourth are the halfbacks. Royce Mechie is the man in the middle in the secondary. So here's Jamie Newman, a quarterback. Ball is placed on the 31-yard line. Tycats moving from right to left. Ball on the right hash mark. Three receivers to the near side back to pass throwing over the middle he's got a man in dunbar out to the 38 yard line who will get a couple of extra yards with second effort out to the 42 so a first down a gain of 11 or 12.
0: they gave him a lot of cushion there i was quite surprised that was they had two guys in that zone and in the heat he had like a four or
1: five yard cushion so he was able to complete that pass surprise sean oakman had three sacks last year against the Ticats, he has. He doesn't have one against them this year. Just three tackles in the three games. We'll see if number two can come up with a big game. He'll line up on the inside here. TyCats go to a tight end on the near side. Three receivers up top, two in the backfield, including Dunbar. They will run the ball with Jackson up the A-gap over center, and he'll take it out to the 45-yard line for a gain of three. Great job by the interior lineman and the Argos. They. they no hole there, nowhere to, go, nowhere to run. Enoch Mwamba comes up big today obviously is the run stuffer in the middle he is such a presence out there i'm quite
0: sure they're going to have him spy on the quarterback as well because he's known to run so much so he'll be watching him carefully
1: they'll give him four yards on that game that's interesting spotted at the 46 yard line second down and four ball in the middle of the field right underneath the tie cat paw of the logo newman looks things over he's got jackson standing to his immediate left three receivers up top and there's pressure up the middle Newman comes to the near side, throws it away. Oakman got free, and it sets up a third down and long, and the Argos defense does what it had to do. They did a stunt up front with the
0: lineman, and the linebacker got in there, and it was a great job getting in his face.
1: It was Mwamba who got in there first. Oakman was in there quickly afterwards, and that took Newman out of his comfort level big time. He just got rid of the football. So Jeremiah Hadel will drop back. He'll stand at his own 27-yard line, awaiting the punt from the Carlton product, Michael Domagala. Argos over the, override the near side, or overload the near side. Low, terrible kick. But it will take a bit of a tie cap pass. 25 is where Hadel picks it up, takes it out to the 31, is pulled down. And that's where the Argos will take play, uh, take over the ball. And now we got pushing and shoving. And ladies and gentlemen, Argo tie game is broken out at the 30-yard line. Don't see any flags, except for the one that says it's time to take a timeout. With 11.03 remaining in the opening quarter, it's scoreless. You're listening to the Labor Day Classic on TSN 1050. 11.03 remaining in a scoreless first quarter. Mike Hogan and Bob Bronk live from Tim Horton's field. Nick McVicker is our on-site engineer. Luca Moya making a sound, well, as good as he can from back in agent court. We got the rookie Bob Bronk here today. How you doing? Are you okay? Yeah. Things, things okay? It's nice to be called good. a rookie when you're sixty two years old, but <laughs> Great Cup winner with the Argos back in the day. Back to the eighty three. First one in thirty one years. And here's hoping the Ticats can get there. This is only twenty three years for them. They got some work to do. Yes, they do. They've got another decade of pain to experience, at least. McLeod comes out. Argos were two and out on their first series. They'll take over the 31-yard line, moving from left to right in their road whites, light blue pants, tie cats in the black with the gold trim. Three receivers up top. They run a counter play action. Bethel Thompson. There's protection. He'll dump it off in the direction of Olette. He got hit as he got rid of the football, but the tie cats, great job downfield.
0: Yes, the, the DBs are really covering the receivers well, and he's going down as reads, but they, there's no one open and. Of course, the blocking breaks down eventually.
1: This is this was kind of like the the last week where in the first half that the for whatever like Mac took the pl- credit or the the blame for this, but no receivers were getting open in the first half, and then it was like the light switch came on at halftime. Second down and ten from their own thirty-one yard line, scoreless game. Argos will go with a tight end of the near side in Jawan breskison Motion aplenty. Four receivers end up to the left. Mack is back, looking long down the seam. He's got a man wide open. It's Speedy Banks at the 30-yard line. He had to fall to make the catch, but it's a huge play for the Argos and a first
0: down. Wide open, wide open up the seam. They were in zone coverage. No one, no one
1: picked him up. 54 yards later, the Argos move the field, half the field in one play, and Speedy Banks has his biggest yardage play As a Toronto Argonaut. Take that Hamilton. The former Ticat comes home. And gives the Argos the first down at the 26 yard line of the Ticats. Bethel Thompson back to pass. Goes over the middle. He's got a man wide open. He's got Ambles. Who flips into the end zone. Touchdown Argos. They're on the board first.
0: Nice skinny post route. Wide open. Made the break. Bethel Thompson textbook.
1: We do have a man down. And it looks to be an offensive lineman. We'll try to get this in a second. I'm not going to speculate, but a huge play as Marquise Ambles out of the University of Houston scores his third touchdown of the season. It's uh, Gregor McKellar who is down, the first-year player out of St. Francis Xavier, sixth overall. He's been filling in for Philip Blake, who is out on the tackle, out on the end of the line. As the Argos law, they have three American tackles on the roster all three hurt at the same time. Never seen that Chris Sweet the offensive lineman said he's never seen it. He's been in the league a long time. So they've had to move the Canadian Philip Blake out there and with him hurt, I assume Shane Richards will move out to left tackle. That's rough when you have talk when three tackles and It's actually Laura, I apologize. It's uh, Justin Lawrence who's down. The center which would, I assume, mean Philip Blake would move back into the middle and play center, and then Shane Richards would go out and play left tackle. Justin Lawrence came over here from Calgary, from the University of Alberta. He played with the Stampeders. Can't tell what they're looking on right now. He's sitting up, which is a good news. But Justin had some problems with the snaps earlier. He had eight bad snaps like on, from, uh, from the shotgun, from the pistol and since then has not had a bad snap. He's settled down. He's been playing pretty good football right now. Fifth draft choice. Fifth round uh, in 2018 from Calgary. And we're going to take a timeout while they tend to Justin, who is up and walking off, which is good news. But we're in a commercial break right now, so we'll take it. We'll come back with the conversion. Six nothing Argos right now. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. Football's a funny game. Bethel Thompson staring at a second and ten hits speedy banks for 53 yards And the next play 26 yards to marquee Ambles. goes up six nothing that's what
0: that's what they need to do score early in this in this first quarter with the wind on their back
1: and maybe start turning the crowd against their beloved Cats. waiting for the play to be blown in here boris Speedy will come out for the conversion attempt he is 17 of 18 He didn't miss any last year. He's only missed one. Tough one to miss, though. It was the end of the Winnipeg game, which would have sent the game probably to overtime. Maxime Latour is the long snapper. The holder is John Haggerty, the rookie punter. The right footer, Beattie, goes through his pre-conversion, pre-kick ritual. This from 32, middle of the field. It's up. Got it. 7-0 7 nothing Argos with nine and a half minutes remaining here in quarter number one.
0: You can already tell the crowd is not as rambunctious as normally in the uh, uh, Labor Day game. They've This will hopefully keep them out of the
1: game and be able to call audibles much easier. Those big plays can mean a lot. I, know, I remember in the 82 Great Cup, uh, Emmanuel Tolbert had a big play early for you guys and looked like you were going to knock off Edmonton a great first half and then, well... The gods interjected with the ice storm. But uh, a big play like that can go a long way to get the offense feeling good about itself, especially after it played well a week ago. And he also gets the DB setting back a little bit, playing more more cautious
0: instead of getting closer to the, to the line of scrimmage. They don't want to be burnt. They no. don't want to
1: be the guy who's responsible for a big play. Well, they went after Richard Leonard on that one, a veteran in his fifth or 4th with the Ticats a uh, Florida International. So Beattie will tee it up at the 30-yard line. Boris Beattie, the longest average kickoff in CFL history for a career, the longest single-season kickoff average. And right now he's averaging the second longest kickoff average per season and has twice set an Argo record this year with a 100-yard kickoff since they moved the kickoffs back to the 30. You can do that now. Tim White's going to take this one back at the goal line, moving right to left to the 5 to the 10, cuts to the middle of the field to the 20, and will be hit hard by Dejan Brissette at the 25-yard line, falls forward for a couple of more yards, but it's nice when you get that receiver who can make a tackle like that on specials.
0: That was a great tackle, tacked him straight on, not from an angle, and that's, that's, when you,
1: that's when you get the biggest impact, straight on. And that was an impact. In his first series, Jamie Newman was one out of two for 11 yards as he hit Dunbar for his only completion. Cats will take over at their own 29-yard line. 7-0 Argos, nine and a half minutes remaining here in quarter number one at Tim Hortons Field. Tight end to the right side for the Cats. They go play action, back to pass Newman under pressure. He's going to dump it off to Jackson in the flat who dropped it? He had two Argos in his back pocket. He may have dropped that intentionally, because he would have lost about 10 yards on that play. Well, interestingly, he played the tight end
0: on the right side, but the defensive end got by about two blockers and got into his face and hurried that pass.
1: That was Robbie Smith who came in from the one side, the Laurier product. Second down and 10 from their own 29-yard line. Tight end be gone. Three receivers to the right side with the ball on the left hash mark. Two receivers including Tim White in the slot on the near side. Pressure again. Newman rolls out to his right. Rolling, rolling, throws. Has the man who broke open. It's Keandre Smith who will get the first down out across the 40-yard line to the 43, to the 44. So the rookie out of Guelph, the son of Argo legend, Adrian Peewee Smith, and the godson of one Michael Pinball Clemens takes it out to the 44.
0: The Argers are getting Pretty good pressure with four-man rush, so we'll see if they
1: continue with that. Stame starting front four. Robbie Smith, Shane Ray are the end. Sean Oakman and Dwayne Hendricks are on the inside. They flip sides, though, with the ball on the right hash mark. Three receivers come to uh, to the field side, and they run a jet sweep to the near side to Tim White. It's spread out, but he gets outside. He gets the edge to the 50 and close to midfield, and he exchanges jabs with Deshaun Amos. And they'll mark it at the 54-yard line right at the first down marker. We'll see if they give it to them. Looks like they're going to be about three inches short. They get up on the ball quickly and will fall forward and get the first down. When you're a quarterback who's 6'4", 230, you should be able to get six inches. I'm not sure if Newman called
0: an audible on that last running play. They they were blitzing from his right-hand side, and they called the Jets' jet rush side to the the left side so not sure if he's sophisticated
1: enough to call audibles but that play worked nice drive underway for the tie cats having on argo territory at the 54 yard line their deepest penetration into argo territory so far trailing the argo seven nothing ball on the left hash mark three receivers up top And dropping back is Newman. He wants to go long. He's going to go down the near sideline. And Tim White had his hands on it but got drilled. Jason Peters was in his back pocket. And then the safety came all the way over from the middle. And Royce Mechie lowered the boom.
0: That was actually a very good, very well-thrown pass. And the the Argos blitzed two linebackers on that play. And they picked it up.
1: And he threw it but just couldn't, couldn't, couldn't hang on to it. Tim White dropped a ball in the end zone on a nice throw last week, and that one he had both hands on. The hit came afterwards. I don't know if he just dropped it or he felt Mechie was about to unload on him, and he did. The ball was out of his hands before Mechie arrived. Second down, 10 to go from the Argo 54. Ticats moving into the wind right now in this opening quarter newman back to pass four man rush again there get there oakman got a hand on him couldn't bring him down hendricks got a hand on him brings him down to the 51 yard line a gain of three and it will be punt time for the
0: tie and a great job by the Argos, shutting him down making sure that it's two and out two and out and keep possession of the ball and hopefully they can march the ball down with time
1: still on the clock in the first quarter with the wind on their back dwayne hendricks was so good last week i wrote about him this week for argonauts.ca check out the story Corey Mace was raving about how good he is not only against the run, but the pass. Domagala will come in. Stand just on his own side of the 45-yard line, his own. The first game, Argo. Jeremiah Hadel stands at his own 12-yard line. Domagala, a low-line drive that's going to go over the head of Hadel, who does the right thing, lets it go into the end zone, and will take the knee. So the Ticats are on the board with 5.50 remaining in the opening quarter. It's 7-1 for the Argos. You're listening to Argonaut Football on TSN 1050. It will officially go as a 67-yard punt single for Mike Domegala. TyCats get on the board. They trail 7-1. And the Argonauts will start with good field position with the new rules implemented this year instead of the 35. After a field goal, you get it at the 40. McClub Bethel Thompson, three of four so far for 80 yards in this opening quarter. They still have five minutes and or still has five minutes and fifty seconds left.
0: Great field position and lots of time.
1: Uh, with this wind, I saw Boris in the pregame kick one from midfield that went out the back of the end zone.
0: Yes, and with the <laughs> with the
1: with the hashes now being closer. Well he hit the fifty-six yarder last week and it went into touch from fifty six. He did miss the 62-yarder earlier this year in Regina. Got to the end zone. Didn't have any wind behind him at all. The wind right now is a little lighter than it has been as far as the telltales are concerned. But if you look at the flags in the plaza, it's blowing pretty hard, and the Argos have that advantage for the rest of this quarter. Ground game. Olette tries to bounce it out off guard, off tackle, left side. Nothing doing. Second and 11. Yeah, the defensive line is... Plug that hole pretty quickly. Not much room to run. Which sets up another throwing situation for the Argos. A long 10. They'll, well, they'll put it right back on the 40-yard line. So Olette, no game. Second down. 10 to go. I don't know. A fullback type wearing number 34. Do you have an affinity for A.J. Olette, Bob Brock?
0: Yeah, well, my hair isn't that long, so I don't know. <laughs> Nobody I says. wish it
1: was. Second and 10 for the 40. Ball on the left hash mark. Three receivers to the near side. Crossing route. It is tipped. And almost picked. Ambles had his hands on it. It went up. It looked like another tie-cat was going to get a hand on it. And DeVars Daniels came over. He almost got his hands on it. But it's a two and out for the Argos. And John Haggerty will come in again to punt.
0: Unfortunately, that was catchable. Nice
1: block by Olette running on the left side. Picked up that end. The first punt for Haggerty was 50 yards. He stands at his own 26. He'll get this one away. High kick. Chases Poppy White back to the 11-yard line. He's on the far numbers. We'll get back to the 20 and we'll be brought down at the 22. So a long field the Ticats will look at. Trailing 7-1, 4.5 minutes, 4.50 remaining in the opening quarter. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. And 50 seconds remaining in the opening quarter. Argos on a 26-yard touchdown pass from McLeod Bethel-Thompson to Marquis Bambles. A 7-1 lead as the Ticats responded with a 67-yard punt single. Ticats starting way back at their own 22-yard line for Jamie Newman in his first start. Two of five for 26 yards. What do you think of what the uh, Ty- the uh, Argo defense has done schematically?
0: Well, I think they've been playing pretty conservatively. I've, I've, I was expecting them. A- few more blitzes up the middle but they haven't been doing that the dbs have been setting back quite a bit i'm surprised at
1: the cushion they're giving well they've been getting there with four yes they have they brought mwamba once up the middle he almost got there as did oakman on that play so the ticats will put it in play from their own 22 yard line they're moving from right to left here in this opening quarter into the wind into the wind against the argos argos in the road whites with the Baby blue, the Cambridge blue pants and numbers, dark blue helmets, dark blue socks. Ticats in their home black uniforms, at least the jersey with gold numbers and gold pants. Black socks, black helmets. From the 22-yard line, Jamie Newman, at quarterback out of Wake Forest, slash Georgia. Argos show pressure here. Ticats running up the middle and will get about to the 25-yard line as Don Jackson gets the carry. Great play call by the defense this play. They, Mwamba ran right up
0: the middle, right where they were running the ball.
1: Don Jackson went to high school in Elk Grove, California. Not a big town. Kyle Saxolid, their right guard, is from Elk Grove, California. Ryan Dinwiddie is from Elk Grove, California. That's weird. So you got three people from a small California town playing or coaching in the Labor Day Classic. Seven yards to get for the Ticats on second down. They're at their own 25-yard line. Ball in the middle of the field. A bunch formation to the near side. Argos brings six. Newman steps up. He's under pressure. And down he goes! He was lucky to hang on to the football as he got blindsided from behind. It was a meeting at the quarterback. Brandon Barlow may get credit for the sack.
0: Well, this is what I thought I'd see earlier in the quarter, but now they're blitzing with two or three guys, and they're getting pressure and making that, making
1: the quarterback look out Enoch Mwamba may have gotten in there as well as the Ticats come out to punt. They brought six, and it was Barlow that collapsed it, and it will likely be Mwamba. Maybe it should be a half a sack each for Mwamba and Barlow. So now Domagala on a third down and 13, will stand at his own five-yard line, and without having to worry about the nuances of the end zone in the Canadian game, the first game player, Jeremiah Hadel who was signed on August 2nd. Stands just on his own side of midfield. High short kick. It'll come down at the 52-yard line of the Argos. No yards flag on the play, I think. Hadel will take it into Hamilton territory. We'll see if this is a hold on the block or no yards. I would assume it's no yards against the Ticats.
0: That ball hung up there, and I think the defender didn't stop down in in time enough to get that five-yard cushion. I think it's a no yards.
1: Hear the call? It is indeed against the Ticats.
0: That ball really hung up there, Mike.
1: But it wasn't very long. No. Wind knocked it down.
0: That's very difficult for a cover team to, to watch the ball and the player.
1: Dave Foxcroft is our head official today. He's local. So after the penalty, the Argos will take over in field goal range at the 43-yard line with 246 left. They lead 7-1. They run a jet sweep to the near side and Curly Gittins Jr. will be tripped up after a gain of maybe two down to the 41-yard line. Not having a whole lot of success running yet. They ran that play against Hamilton and it was blown dead for a procedure. Curly Gittins may still be running. It was just the worst possible time to take that. They had it drawn up perfectly, the perfect defense. And it was a somebody jumped second down from the 41 yard line they need seven and a half or eight bethel thompson will drop back it's a four-man rush he dumps it off he's got a man underneath it's devaris daniels to the 40 to the 35 he'll be a couple of yards short but comfortably in boris Beattie field field goal range a couple more yards we'd have the first down devaris daniels has been really good (laughs) against the tie caps in the three games 12 catches for 169 yards and a couple of touchdowns and it took a nice tackle a shoestring open field tackle by kyle wilson to keep him from getting the first down this will be a 43 yarder for Beatty, who has been in the zone since opening day he's 26 of 29 one was a 62 yard miss the other was a bad snap this one just inside the right hash mark from 43. Snap a little high, and it starts fading to the right, and it will go right and into touch as that was timing thrown off by a high snap, but the Argos regain their seven-point lead at 8-1. It's not just the kicker on the field goals, is it, Mr. Bronk?
0: No, it's not. It's Actually, I played long snapper, and that is one of the most un- <laughs> Jobs that you don't get a whole lot of credit for. You only get your name called out when you,
1: when you mess up. Yeah, Maxime Latour a little high, throws the timing off. And you can tell right off the foot that it was starting to bleed to the right. And that's exactly what happened. So the Ticats now, down by 7, will take over at the 40. So they get some decent field position out of this. They will be going into the wind for a minute 6. So we'll see if the Argos can force a 2 and out and get the ball back and force the tightcats to punt into the wind. Newman will hand it off to Poppy White, who's hit in the backfield, and it's Barlow again. His second big play in as many series as he was in on the sack the last time, and it's a loss of two.
0: Great open field tackle on that play. I'm surprised Yarks didn't call a
1: timeout. They might, If they could get two and out, not a bad call and are they going to do it yeah there's 26 seconds left there's how much on the play clock 15 so they will get an opportunity if they can stop them here in all likelihood to get the ball back forcing hamilton to kick into the wind hamilton's going to take it down as low as they can four three two they snap it on second and 12 newman goes over the middle he's got a man on the crossing around as dunbar is going to get out of the 45 to the 46 shy of the first down with three seconds left The clock, well, I think they'll get the opportunity to punt with the wind because now the clock says zero. No, they stopped it at two. So they're going to have to punt into the wind. So the Argos defense may have just saved themselves 10 or 15 yards here by getting the two and out. Another nice tackle in open field, this time by Deshaun Amos. Yes, the defenders are tackling really well, especially
0: in open field when it's hard to get those guys who have all those moves.
1: Domegala averaging 48-3 on the punt. Low-line drive is going to cross up Hadel, who will take it at the 15 to the 20. Juke move to the 24. And there is a meeting at Mr. Hadel at that point with a bunch of guys wearing black and gold. 15 minutes in the books. The Argos have an 8-1 lead in the Labor Day Classic. You're listening to Toronto Argonaut football on the home of the double blue. This is TSN 1050.